Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode 73 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about discomfort, and I think this is possibly, probably one of the most important conversations we could have when we are talking about how to fulfill our dreams, how to do epic things, how to make magical results in our lives. I'm coming to you from Scotland. You may know this from my last episode. And I am in the middle of this epic giant move from Denver, Colorado to Sitges, Spain. This is a dream that has been years in the making. I can't even believe it's happening that I'm actually sitting here and our house is sold in Denver and our belongings are being shipped and are on their way to Spain. That somehow they had some kind of secret path to making their dreams come true. And it was easier for them than it would be for us. And that there was no discomfort along the way, that it was easy for them. We might look at people who are succeeding, who are achieving what we want. We see people selling scripts. We see people getting hired for the job of our dreams. We see people making moves to the country that we would love to live in or buying the house. And we're like, oh my God, if only I could buy a house like that. But we often make that story that somehow it's easier for them, that they are different from us, and that maybe those things are out of our reach. The biggest cap on our dreams is our self-doubt. It's that belief that somehow we can't do the thing, that it's not possible for us, that somehow we're different and that we couldn't do that. I would imagine right now if I asked you, do you think you could earn a million dollars in a year. Some of you might immediately go, yes, oh heck yes. Some of you might be like, I've already done it. I've done that, no problem. Some of you might be like, what, a million dollars in a year? Never, no way, no way. What if I said $100,000? I think most of you would say yes. You know, even if you're not there right now, you'd be like, I think I could manage that at some point in my life. A million, I don't know. How about $10 million? Could you earn $10 million in a year? Some of you might say, I've already done it. Some of you might be like, no way. $10 million in a year, you gotta be kidding me. What about 100 million? Oh, no, 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 that's just far too much. Never, never, never. Why do we say never with any of these things? Why do we put a cap on it? Why do we subscribe to beliefs that we are somehow limited in what we're able to do? And I'm just using the example of money because it's just an easy one to quantify. We could apply it to anything. We could apply it to wage. We could apply it to happiness in our relationships. We could apply it to happiness in our spiritual life. We could apply it to whatever area of our life we would desire to. We unconsciously create limits. We're like that, but not that. That's possible, but not that. And this is what stops us. There's a certain level at which it feels comfortable to go after it. If we go back to the money example, it might feel comfortable to aim for $100,000 in a year. Say you're earning $70,000 right now. It feels comfortable to go after $100,000. It's like, why couldn't I go after $100,000? It's possible. 
I could go for this. And I, it feels good to go for this. But if I said to you, let's try and go for a million this year, you're like, oh, and your stomach starts to lurch. And you're like, how could I possibly do that? It's so hard. I couldn't do that. And let's just aim lower and go for lower. The big dreams truly exist on the other side of our comfort level and our comfort zone. They're not comfortable because they're not predictable. And they're not, the fact that they're not predictable makes them very uncomfortable. Your ability to hold the uncertainty is going to be one of the biggest contributing factors as to whether you're able to achieve your big dreams or not. Because big dreams are by their nature, not predictable. It's not certain if you would achieve it. I've observed myself over the last few weeks. I've been highly uncomfortable. (laughs) During this move, we've been looking at houses to buy in Spain. And there's some which are comfortably in our budget level. We're like, we know we would get the mortgage for that. It's not a, it's not a stretch. It's not like, oh, could this happen? Would this work? It's like, it's a shoe in. It's an absolute, we could get that. And that's nice. That feels good. But then we saw this one house that was everything we want. It has It's got not just one guest bedroom, but two. It's got a whole guest apartment, basically. So my family can come and stay and stay for a long time and be comfortable. And they've got their own terraces and everything. It has an elevator in it, which might sound ridiculous, but the house is over four levels because it's built on a hill, like many of the houses there. And my parents have some mobility issues. My sister also has some mobility issues. So actually having an elevator, I was like, what? You know, they don't have to navigate stairs. If they come to stay with us, they don't have to navigate stairs. It's just like the most amazing thing in the world. The house has a beautiful swimming pool. It has sea views. Between the house and the sea is literally National Park. So I saw this house online and it's beyond our budget. You know, I was like, we, it's, it, you know, that's probably not going to happen. But the dream was lit inside me. And you start to just go, what if it could happen? Like it's not predictable and it's not certain, but what if it could? What if this? What if that? And slowly we started to go after it, my husband and I. We're just like, let's play with this. Let's just see if we can make this happen. And if it doesn't, it's okay. It's absolutely fine. There's other houses that we could buy that would be just beautiful and we'd be totally happy in them. Because here's the thing. Your happiness is not actually dependent on any of your external circumstances. This is a big one for us to get because I think for so many of us, we think, if I could get that, then I'll be happy. If I could achieve this, if I could be that, then I'll be happy. If I could be that weight, if I could earn that amount of money, if I could buy that house, then my life will be great. The truth is, your life is already great. Or it's not, but it has nothing to do with what you have, don't have, what weight you are, all those things. This is a choice. When we get this, it changes our life. I mean, this right here is the secret to being happy for the rest of your life because the truth is, if you think it's going to come, the happiness is going to come because of those things, you are never going to be happy. And this is the reason that we have so many people who are rich, who are famous, who are on top of their game, who have everything in the world and are absolutely miserable. Have you ever thought about that? Why would somebody, why would this person kill themselves? Why would they take drugs? Why would they be unhappy when they have everything? They're unhappy because they thought those things would fill the hole and nothing can fill the hole. The only thing that can fill the hole is you deciding right now that you are enough and be grateful for it. And if you do that right now, no matter what your circumstances are, you're golden. 
So my husband and I know we'll be happy no matter what house we end up buying. If we ended up buying one that was much smaller and didn't have all the things, we would still be like our lives day to day. We're we're golden. We're golden. We create joy wherever we are. And we could, we could be living in a hole in the wall and we'd be happy. (laughs) So, so we don't need this house to be happy, but we go, what if, what if, what if, what if? And we've been playing that game. So last week we put in an offer for the house and it was scary. It got turned down. Immediately we went into that space of, okay, maybe it's just not meant to be. That's okay. It's fine. And maybe we're meant to go for this other one. And this other one is a shoe-in and it's a really nice house too. And we'll be happy there. And it's great. And it was just fascinating to observe though. I really watched this potential that we have for just shrinking our dreams or for leaning into the uncertainty really holding the space of saying, okay, we can shrink the dream here and that would be a valid path. But what if we just lean into this a little bit further and we still hold space for it, even though it's scary. And to be honest, what I've discovered in this path to going after this dream house, when we go after a big dream, it brings up all the self-doubt that is still lurking in your psyche. And I think this is one of the most extraordinary things about going after big dreams and probably one of the number one reasons that we should do it and do it more and push ourselves more to go after things that feel impossible and feel scary. Because by doing that, we literally bring to the surface every bit of self-doubt that's in our brains and in our bodies and in our souls. We immediately kick into that, who do you think you are mode? Who do you think you are to get a house like that? You can't get a house like that. Who do you think you are to sell your script? Who do you think you are to get into that film festival? Who do you think you are to earn that amount of money? Who do you think you are to get that number of followers? It kicks off in you. And what I've been observing in myself over these last couple of weeks as we've been on this path with this house is just this this uncertainty and this fear inside me and this self-doubt. And when the doubt kicks in, immediately what we want to do is we want to retreat to safer ground. Let me go back where I feel safe. Let me go back to, let's just get that house that we know we can get and the person seems so nice who wants to sell it and it's a beautiful house and it's lovely and sure it doesn't have the sea view and it doesn't have this and it doesn't have that, but it's really nice and we will be happy there. Let's just go there because it feels safe. It doesn't trigger me. It doesn't create any anxiety in my body to think about how we could buy it. It's just easy. Think about right now what you are going for in your life. Does it scare you at all or does it feel comfortable and safe? Now, no judgment here, but I'm going to tell you honestly, if it feels comfortable and safe, dare yourself to dream a little bigger. So if your goal right now is I just want to sell my script, but I'll be happy if it's just at this level, go a little bigger. You're feeling like very comfortable with it and it feels very easy to you. Go a little bigger. Push it. What would feel scary to you? What would feel uh, like it would be absolutely so incredible if it came true. You would be pinching yourself for the next 10 years. (laughs) But oh my goodness, could it really happen? It's scary. Oh my gosh, what if it doesn't happen? This is where we want our dreams to be. Now, obviously, we need to find a little sweet spot. We don't want to make it so scary for us that it, causes us deep anxiety. 
So what I've learned recently is that each of us has a window of tolerance with discomfort. There's a window of tolerance. And if you go beyond that window of tolerance, you will either go with your nervous system into hyper arousal or hypo arousal. Hyper arousal will mean that you get anxious, that you get uh, where you really want to control everything. You will, your mind will be going so fast. Your body will be feeling like all tense. It will not be a good feeling. That's stress and anxiety. And it's over much for your nervous system. Hypo arousal is where we just feel defeated by it and we'll become depressed and we become lethargic and we start to procrastinate and all that kind of thing. So we want to stay in the zone in between these places. We do not want our nervous system while we're going after our dreams to go into hyperarousal or hypoarousal. Once you know this, you can really watch for those symptoms in your body. And when you know that symptom is coming in, if you're going after a big dream and you're feeling the anxiety, it's like ground it down. Find a way to process it in your body so you can get back into your window of tolerance. Now the window of tolerance can expand. So you might right now have a very low, small window of tolerance. Like the slightest bit of stress or uncertainty in your life kicks you off into hyperarousal or into hypoarousal, like the slightest amount. But what's incredible, of course, is that you can grow this. So we want to play the edge of the window of tolerance. We don't want to go into a place where we are completely, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, stimulated or freaked out beyond, and it's too much. And now our nervous system is in overdrive and it's awful for us. We do not want to do that. That's where we end up leading ourselves into burnout or leading ourselves to a nervous breakdown or into like total stress. We do not want to do that to our bodies. We're worth so much more than that. So it's playing the window of tolerance in a way when you're going after your big dream, whatever it is, that you recognize if you're going into that zone and you take care of your body and you take care of it. And if you need to just dim down the dream a little bit, it's okay. If you do need to go to a safer place, it's okay. Go to the safer place, but know that you're working within your window of tolerance. Stay in, stay in the window, but gently play the edge. If you play the edge over time of your window of tolerance, it's going to expand. And this is why people who are very successful, very confident, typically they have a pretty big window of tolerance, which means they can hold pretty big risks. If you imagine people who are playing the stock market and they're gambling like tens of million dollars a day, that's a pretty big window of tolerance. Most people gambling $10,000 would have them into a hyper-aroused state, right? Or a hypo-aroused state. I'd be like, not just couldn't handle it. The threat of losing $10,000 today for most people, it would just put them into a feeling of oof. But for certain people, it would be nothing, right? Different window of tolerance. So you get to play your window of tolerance with the risk that you are taking on the journey towards creating your dreams. Observe it. Stay in the place where you do feel where you're in the middle. But Allow yourself to play those edges. If you're always so deeply in the middle and you're making choices for your business, for your life, for your career, constantly in a place that it feels comfortable, it feels good, it feels easy, it feels like I will definitely get the result that I want, I would say you're not playing the edge of your window of tolerance and your life is not going to expand in the way you really hope it would. We have to get out of the window of tolerance just a little in order to create big results. So going back to my story, I have been 
I was way out of my window of tolerance about a week ago with this. I was just feeling like, uh, and I really was immediately. And I observed it myself just in a way, just like, let's just, let's just settle for that smaller house. Let's make an offer on that. Let's just do that and just be happy with it because we will be happy no matter what. But then I said to myself, truly, why am I backing away? Why am I folding here? Can I just hold the discomfort of this? Can I hold it? Because really, ultimately, the discomfort that we're feeling when we're going after the big dreams, what we're risking nine times out of 10 is disappointment. Think about it. If it doesn't go your way, if you go after your dream 100% and you put everything on the line for it, if it doesn't work out, sometimes it means you'll actually have lost money. But usually it's just about disappointment. It's finding out that you put in your best and it didn't work. And many of us, that's like the scariest thing in the world. (laughs) But I did my best and it didn't work. Who relates to this? When I was at high school and into university, I never put 100% into anything I did. I felt like if I just did the minimum, then if I got a bad grade, I didn't care. It was like, well, I didn't even try. So who cares? So I got to see, who cares? Of course, actually for me, (laughs) I usually did pretty well anyway. And it was like, imagine if I did try. And if you read my report cards, my parents still have all my report cards when I was young. (laughs) Almost every teacher says, if Diane actually applied herself, I deliberately, it was a strategy. It was like, if I don't put it all on the line and I do badly, I can handle it. But what if I did everything? What if I put my best work in and I didn't get a good grade? I didn't get like an A plus. I couldn't handle it. I thought I couldn't handle it. So what we need to do is be willing to go all in. What we need to do is be willing to put it all on the line. What we need to do is to go for it with everything we got and recognize that we can hold the disappointment if it comes. This is how we'll create the amazing results. Now, in order to get to the point in life that we can hold it, we have to practice being uncomfortable. As humans at this point in history, I feel like we are not good at being uncomfortable. (laughs) I've read that human beings are basically wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And that's what got us through the caveman times. Seek pleasure, avoid pain. That's how we survived. But now at this moment in history, with our central heating and our cars and our Netflix and our dial some food and get it delivered to your door situation... Simply seeking pleasure and avoiding pain is a hot ticket to an unsatisfying life. Sure, we can do it very easily. Let me just sit on the couch and open another tub of ice cream and relax with my Netflix and no pain here. It's all good. So I believe at this moment, if you're serious about achieving some big dream in your life, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And what that means is you have to practice being uncomfortable. If all we ever do is sit on the couch and keep ourselves comfortable, and if anything feels bad, we run away from it, got a little bit of headache, better take a painkiller, got a little cut, put a Band-Aid on it. Never allow ourselves to actually feel the discomfort, feeling bored, feeling uneasy, feeling lonely, switch on the TV, open a bottle of wine. It's all so easy to do this. But how about just being in the discomfort, whatever that is? How about actually seeking out discomfort? 
I have a very great method of doing this if you would like to start practicing being uncomfortable. Because the more you practice being uncomfortable, the more you realize that you are capable of being uncomfortable and the more your window of tolerance will grow. So one very quick, very easy method to develop this, to start practicing being uncomfortable. At the end of your shower, turn the water to freezing cold and stay in it. Just for a minute, one minute, see if you can just stand under the freezing cold. It's such a simple thing to do. I tell you, you will feel great for it. You'll feel a little bit shocked. But what will be amazing if you do it day after day is after about, about, about a week, you will actually start to look forward to it. You will have expanded your window of tolerance. And you can do this with so many different areas of your life and so many little things. Start actively seeking and allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. And watch how your window of tolerance grows. And as it grows, your ability to take bigger risks. And as your ability to take bigger risks grows, you will start to create the life of your dreams. So that's what I have for you today. And if you're wondering about the house, (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I should talk about it yet. But we have agreed on an offer and it has been accepted and I don't, I still don't know 100% if it's all going to work out. We haven't closed on it yet. That's going to take months and months. But for now, it looks like it's happening. And I cannot freaking believe it. Miracles happen. Dreams can come true. Hold the discomfort and learn how to hold it so that you can go after those big dreams. Ah, life can be so good. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com. And also check out my website, dianebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.